Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we are now on season two, episode 10. And this is actually going to be a special episode because it will be released on our one year of podcasting. So it's a special episode. We've actually made it a year. A whole freaking year. (laughs) That's off to us. We are 30 episodes in. Well, this will be episode 31 altogether, counting both seasons. We have over about 900 uh, listens so far in the one year. I feel like that's a pretty good accomplishment. Who's Um, listening to us? I know. (laughs) Hopefully it's just not our husbands just playing, pressing play <laughs> over and over and over again, even though that would be sweet, but I'm pretty sure it's not because that's way too much energy. That would be too much work. <laughs> but yes, so we're super proud. We're super thankful. So if you're listening, hi, um, and thanks for listening, I guess, and yeah, being here with Super us. grateful. And Super grateful. with our crazy, our craziness. So we enjoy doing this. We have a ton of fun when we do actually do it. Um, It's kind of crazy. It gets hectic sometimes, but it's a lot of fun because it's just the two of us just sharing our love for books and just talking about books we're reading. So follow along. (laughs) So um, on this celebratory episode um we're gonna be reviewing two wines like we usually do we're actually gonna be taking a quiz to find out our valentine's book um because it is gonna be valentine's pretty soon and we're gonna be reviewing a romance and a dark romance book of course you can guess it jenny has the dark romance obviously (laughs) so i am worried about this game because i feel like it's gonna be all like lovey-dovey romances and I've never read them I probably have never read them who knows I'll take I'll take it as a challenge so maybe I'll pick up the book that comes up hopefully it doesn't doesn't go as fast because remember we did um what is it like spooky season or oh yeah yeah yeah. and then it like popped up and went away yeah Yeah, that was so so hopefully it doesn't do this do that again Because we do this live. (laughs) We don't like pre-check anything. Mm -mm. We kind of just go with the flow. So we're actually going to be playing that game. But before we do that, let's review some wine. So Jenny, what do you have? Well, I have a barefoot Moscato. I'm pretty sure I've tried this before, but I forgot to chill my other wine that I had. So this is the one that I'm drinking. I've never seen that one. It's a barefoot fruit scato and it's peach no i don't think i've had that one i'm pretty sure it's going to be good and fruity so i can't complain with barefoot yeah it's delicious yeah this will be good in like a little sangria oh does it taste like a peach ring yes it does it absolutely does i don't know if i could drink a lot of it because it's really really sweet but it's good no, that's the type that you just think is juice and then you just drink it and then you're so happy. For yeah. the rest of the day. <laughs> we'll see how far I get into this bottle. Right. So I have a Prosecco, a Prosecco, and it's called Sinvano. <laughs> and it is described as a great base sparkling wine with intense floral aromas with hints of apple. So let's see. 
I didn't even pour it in. That floral aroma turns me off. It smells like wine. (laughs) I guess it smells floral. I don't know. Good? Good. Nice. It's a wine. All right. (laughs) It's a win-win today then. I could drink this all day. I prefer maybe it mixed with something. I feel like Prosecco, I feel like always goes well with something else. I don't know. Mm. That's just me. But it's good. Nice. Awesome. It's a win-win today then. Yep. All right. Let's get to this game. So again, it's basically going to tell us what our, what book we should, should be what <laughs> rewinds <laughs> rewind I says what book should be your date for Valentine's Day? I don't know what I only had a sip, okay? Cheers. I only <laughs> had a sip and I'm already like slurring my words. But yeah, what book should be your date for Valentine's Day? So do you have yours up? Yep, I'm ready. Let's go. So the question is which blind book date would you be most likely to go for hostage negotiations solar punk and tea shop deal with the devil in the 1700s in france or television set and secret relationship i'm between two okay what are your two the hostage and the deal with the devil (laughs) (laughs) And I am in between deal with the devil and a television set and secret relationship. Okay. Let's do secret relationship for me. Okay. I'm going to go with deal with the devil. Okay. Choose a quote about books. A room without books is like a body without a soul. My soulmate will be books. Books are a uniquely portable magic. In the end, we'll all become stories. So many books, so little time. So many books, so little time. So true. That's my life. I actually like the Margaret um, Atwood one. In the end, all become. I mean, they're all they're all great quotes, but I'm gonna go with that That, one. That last one called to me. All right, pick a bookshop to uh, visit. Ooh, Venetian uh, bookshop, theater bookshop, green bookshop, or cathedral bookshop. So, um, I'm gonna go with green. The green that's freaking beautiful. Yeah, it's like it looks like it's in a garden, like a library in a garden. And apparently, it's in Mexico. Yes, I'm gonna go with the Venetian bookshop because I just want to go to Italy. Okay. I'm going to go with that. All right. The next one is, what's your favorite way to read a book? All in one sitting, on audiobook, while walking, in the bath, with a big cup of coffee, in little chunks whenever I find the time. Currently, mine will be in little chunks whenever I find the time. Ideally, mine would be all in one sitting because I would want to get everything done at once. So I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Having an eight month old and trying to read. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'll get it when I can. <laughs> Which adaptation is your favorite? The Princess Bride, Crazy Rich Asians, The Wizard of Oz, or The Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Facts. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was easy. Let's be honest. Your Valentine's Day plans include shoving my face full of chocolate. Chocolate. Wow, chocolate. <laughs> Rewatching Bridgerton on Netflix. An evening in with your favorite person, reading a favorite book, work. Who's working? That's definitely. I am. <laughs> I work You're working on Valentine's, on Valentine's Day? Day? Well, technically, yeah. technically, I'm working on Valentine's Day, too. Yeah. It's like a Tuesday. But it is. It's a random... That's not what we would want. Mine right. would be an evening in with my favorite person. Same. Of course. All right. Pick a Joe March. What's a Joe March? I don't know. Saoirse Ronan, 2019. Sutton Foster, Musical 2004. Maya Hawk, BBC 2017. Winona Ryder, 1994. I don't know what that means. Pick I don't Joe. either. So I'm just going to pick Winona Ryder because she's the bomb diggity bomb. Same. But is. I feel like that's a I have no character. idea what that is. They all look like they're What's part the movie of with, a character. Is it Little Women? Maybe it's a character. Oh, it could be. Winona Ryder's not in it, is it? Is she? All, no, also, they it had was years like different. On it was maybe redone. Mm. So it's like the same I don't know. character played by different people, maybe? Hmm. Maybe. Which, class, <laughs> which classic is your favorite? Uh, Frankenstein, Anna, Karina, The Three Musketeers, The Color Purple, To Kill a Mockingbird. Frankenstein. You know, I've never read any of these. To Kill a Mockingbird, I've never read. I've never read any. I'm pretty sure we read it in school, but I don't remember it. So I'm pretty sure my school didn't. So (laughs) I'm going to go with Frankenstein. Okay. All right, which first date would you say yes to? A picnic, cooking and meal together, museum, Netflix and chill, coffee? All of them. Every single one. I would say cooking a meal, but it would be angel cooking and me just being in the way. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go with Netflix and chill. Because we do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you? (laughs) (laughs) choose a valentine's date look heart dress a door shirt and red beret black how about wait you pick one for me and i pick one for you for you you think yeah you pick mine so i'll pick it and then i pick yours so then you'll pick what i told you to pick okay so for you i'm in between a heart dress or a pink and red suit because i think that body suit that lady has on will look good on you oh it's very flashy I think it's nothing you would ever wear but I don't know I think it would it will flatter your body really well the bodysuit one yeah is that your final answer yeah okay for you I would Mm -hmm. go with the pink the heart dress that's funny because I have a heart dress I think that is not pink it's red (laughs) So that's funny. 
Your ideal read is short and too good to put down, a psychological thriller at heart, hopeful, laugh out loud, funny, full of twists and turns. Currently, um, I'm into laugh out loud funny. So I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with full of twists and turns. Hmm, those are really good too. Yeah. Favorite genre, science fiction, romance, literary fiction, fantasy. What is that? Speculative fiction. I'm going to go with romance. Duh. Fancy. <laughs> Choose an opening line. If you ask six different monks the question of which godly domain robot consciousness belongs to, you'll get seven different answers. A girl is running for her life. Oh, I'm already leaning towards You're that in. One. Yeah. <laughs> The world glared at Jasmine in bright yellow letters. The word glared at Jasmine in the bright and bright yellow letters. And but what is that? Emblazoned. Emblazoned directly yeah. beneath a picture of her own face. A bank robbery, a hostage drama, a stairwell full of police officers on their way to storm in an apartment. Yeah, a girl running for her life. What what's happening? Why are we running? <laughs> I'm going to go with the third one. All right. What is your favorite kind of ending? Ambiguous, happily ever after, open-ended, happily for now, all loose ends, tightly wrapped up. Oh, that's hard. Well, if I'm going to go with romance, I'm going to go with happily ever after. Yeah. I'm going to do happily for now. Ooh. Take a hint, Danny Brown. I'm, I actually have that in my t- TBR. I have The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Why does that And sound- I do own two versions of that book. Did you and read Have it? I read them? No. Because <laughs> I thought I saw <laughs> so, yeah. that in your house. Yep, I have two versions of it. Okay, cool. But yeah, cool. that one is actually, because um, if I'm not mistaken, the author, her name is Tabitha. For the Danny oh, let, Brown, yes, it's, I do it's remember the, seeing that. It's like the three sisters. I read one of them already and I really liked it. I just haven't read the other two because I think it's three sisters, the Brown sisters. And I read one of them and what was it? Was it last year or the summer before? I don't remember. It might've been part of season one. Um, One of the books that I've reviewed like a long time ago, but I really enjoyed it. Hmm. It's just like so many good books. It's so hard. No, I'm still. I trying didn't to- know that one was a romance. I actually don't even know what the book is about. I don't know why I have two versions. Is that the one with all the stars and like yes. there's nine points? It's black it? and got yeah. like gold constellations mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. books are beautiful. I know. So maybe that's why I bought it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, enough of me reading. I'm terrible at it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into some book reviews. So yes. like I said, I have a romance <clears throat> and um, Jenny has a dark romance. So let's start off with your dark romance. Okay. All right. So I'm going to talk about Unforgivable Sins by Harmony Han. And she's an indie author. You know, I love me some indie authors. Those are like my favorite books to read. And I've been like blowing through a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is a Peter Pan reimagining and it's not like <laughs> I know and it's dark um, it's not 
it doesn't follow the Peter Pan story. It just has little elements, mostly names mm -hmm. in the book, but that's about it. So it's like a urban paranormal fantasy. And it's like I said, a dark romance. So check your trigger warnings. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's about Wendy and Sin. Sin is actually the Peter Pan from this story. And Wendy, she basically grew up with like a bad upbringing. She has a tragic past. She has a mom who's on drugs. She had like a rotation of people coming in and out of her house all the time, um, which sort of contributes to why Wendy is the way she is in this story, which is always falling for toxic men. <laughs> and then you have Sin, who is the super dark and mysterious hot man. Oh, my God. I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't relax. So, I'll relax. Okay. I'm done. Um, so he sort of falls into that category of like toxic men that Wendy usually goes for. So it starts off with Wendy getting ready to go out in New York. She's going out to the downtown area and she ends up at this bar called Salvation Lights. But before she goes in, she feels like this like weird pull somewhere else. And then she turns around and she sees another bar, which is called Sinful Delights. In this story, those two bars are kind of like the good versus evil, you know, like an angel devil sort of symbolism. So, of course, she ends up in Sinful Delights like we all would, I think. <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, so she ends up there and... She's just enjoying her time, and all of a sudden, she gets hit on by this guy who she's not attracted to, so she's trying to push him away. You know, those, like, douchebags that keep coming back and try to hit on you, and she's pushing him away, and he gets so mad at her. He blows cigarette smoke in her face. The disrespect. Yes. Like, he, he, like, purposely did it in her face. I was so mad at this part of the book. I had to put it down <laughs> for a hot second. Because it was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so he did that. And all of a sudden, this random stranger comes up to him and kind of attacks him and throws him out of the bar. And throughout this book, you get like these little like hints on other characters like Hook, the Croc, um, taking somebody to the dock area kind of thing. And nobody ever wants to go there. People are super scared. So he kind of threatens him like, oh, take him down to the dock. And he's like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So you get like little like parts in the book where you're like, I wonder what that is. Why are people so scared of it kind of thing? Um, so then we get to Sin's chapter. This is like right in the beginning. So she goes from like Wendy to Sin. And what I really like about it is so she gives Wendy's chapters and then Sin's point of view on the exact same scene. So she does that sometimes throughout the book. That's and cool. this one, yeah, this one is the time where Wendy actually walked into the bar for the first time and he saw her and he was like, what the hell? Like, he's super attracted to her, but more of like, why is she here? She can't be here. So you kind of know that there's something that connects them. But I feel like she shouldn't be there because she's good. And this is like the bad, well, bad bar kind of thing. No. no. Okay. No, it's... It's more secretive than that because he's very like, he truly acts like he hates her. 
Mm. Like, why is she here? You shouldn't be here. Like throughout the whole book, he's like trying to kick her out of his life pretty much. So kind of sounds like uh Cell from Legendborn. <laughs> I agree. Actually, it is kind of like that, the adult version of him. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So he is like talking to like thinking to himself, like, I've been in this situation before. Do I help her? Because he can see this guy like bothering her. So he's like, do I help her? Do I not? I've been in this situation. I saved someone before and I lost everything for it. So he really didn't want to like getting involved with anything. So of course, obviously he gets involved because we already read that part. Cue in the fucking dark romance. The rest of the book is so fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, it's just back and forth, you know, dark romances back and forth between tension. One person likes the other person a little more than the other. And it's Wendy, of course, likes him more because he's not giving anything. He's just showing he doesn't like her. He doesn't want her there, but she wants him because she feels like this uncontrollable, like connection towards him as well. Mm -hmm. So her point of view, she can feel that he truly hates her and she doesn't know why but she keeps going back because that's her like jam she falls for these toxic men that treat her like shit Mm -hmm. but in his point of view you can start to see throughout this book that he's starting to kind of fall for her but he's still like I can't get I can't get too involved because I know what where this is going to lead Mm. so there's like this one scene where they're in a booth they finally like start talking they're in a booth together and he starts touching her in front of everyone like there's people partying or whatever and things are getting hot and heavy and he just stops like before she can get anywhere he just stops and he's like stop romanticizing me and walks away I was like the embarrassment I would have died because she's like okay, we're in front of people, but I can deal with it. He's finally talking to me. He's finally doing things. This is what I wanted. Right. And he just like cold turkey. No, don't do this. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm fighting somebody. So am I. I was <laughs> so mad. And I was excited too. I was like, yes. And nope, he just walks like, away. Mm-hmm. So this whole book is pretty much like that. The back and forth tension. They end up getting together. There are some great spicy scenes, but there's also like, a bunch of traumatic moments that happen like you get a lot of scenes where it's Wendy's background like how she grew up mm-hmm. some of the dreams that she has and she went through a lot of shit all the trauma with her family and you can see how that completely makes her make her decisions throughout her life mm-hmm. so I don't want to keep going too much because I would ruin it because I didn't see while reading this book where this book was going to end up. And I had no idea when the final big twist happened that that's what it was. And I'm looking back at it because I reread it. I was like, I'm so stupid. I should have figured it out. I should have fucking figured it out. But you, but you, don't, you so don't really realize into, it. It's like the love and that tension. So that, into it. So that tension was here. I feel like that's really good writing. It because is. when you're looking, even though you're reading it and you're mm-hmm. the one creating the picture in your mind and you can't see the little clues that you're reading because you're so fascinated by just the characters alone. And then when you reread it, you're like, wait, 
How did I not see that? That's like, you know, in movies when there's so much foreshadowing and you're like, I didn't see that, you know, the first time I saw the movie. Yeah. I feel like that's really good writing. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was amazing. I, and she, I, I messaged the um the author afterwards after I reread it the second time. She was like, did you see all the quotes? I was like, yes, yes, I did. Thank you for that embarrassment. <laughs> Thank you. And I, so I like pulled this book apart because I alpha read it for her. She asked me one day, she needed somebody to alpha read it before she sent it out. to so the rest of her people and oh, cool. I did it. And I literally like did chapter by chapter. I typed up my notes. I gave her like I, I just didn't see any of it. And I was like, of course, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> well, when you're just thinking about like one thing, it's hard to see. Yeah. It so I mean, you, I, I enjoyed it. It was great. Like you, I enjoyed every moment. You know what book was like that for me? You know what? A lot of books get like that for me when I read them. I'm so excited to read them. And mm -hmm. I read them like in one sitting. And then I'm, and then I go back and I'm like, did I even read that sentence? Like, I don't ever remember <laughs> reading that, but because I'm so like into it, yeah. I'm like, I want to know how it ends. It was, um, a court of silver, silver and flames or silver flames. Mm. I I've read that. I want to say like maybe three times and every time I'm Dang. finding something new and I was just like, what the fuck that happened? I'm like, oh, yeah, that did. That's and, also a very thick book. Yeah. I read that in a night. I got it at very midnight. Wild. I got it at midnight on my Kindle, and I spent the entire day reading it. But then, That is wild. Because that was the obsession in me. That was the, I got it. I need to read it. I need to finish it. And then that second reading was much slower. And that's when I was just like, oh, okay, that happened. Oh, I missed that part. Mm -hmm. I was so desperate for the ending. I need to, I yeah. needed to know what happened. And um, so I get that way sometimes. Yeah. So, and yeah. And this book was exactly like that. That second time around, I was just like, oh, mm -hmm. I should have known. Duh. But yeah, it was, it was such a good, like, it was paced really well. It there weren't any like dull moments. I didn't want to like speed through anything, and it was just such a good like little package of a dark romance. So, and yeah. what was the name of it again? Unforgivable Sins, and it's Harmony Han, and she's releasing her second book. It's not going to be a series, but it's going to be like one of those like standalones. And the oh. next one is um, Beauty and the Beast. So, I know I'm super excited. But she said this one's going to be a little different. That's so, my favorite. We'll see. I know. Well, I'm excited. I will definitely read that one. So, like, is she is she going to, like, tackle on, like, Disney kind of, like? I assume so, but mm -hmm. I don't I don't really know. Okay. I hope so. Because this and is her, already, like, huh? is, this a, is this book already released or is it coming yeah, out? Yeah, this one came out in January. The Beauty and the Beast, I'm not sure when it comes out. But she's in the middle of writing it right now. Yeah. I definitely I know. I'm excited. I yes. love Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I I'm pretty it. sure it's on KU too. So Ooh, I'm almost I'm positive. Okay. I'm going to have to add that. Add it to the list. Add it to your list. Yes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know when, 
when it will happen, but it'll happen. It'll happen one day. It'll get there. <laughs> no, it's that sounds really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know you love Peter Pan. So, <laughs> so mine is a romance and it's called The Chemistry of Love by Sor- uh, Soraya Wilson. And <laughs> this was cringy, but funny in the oh best kind of way for a fake romance. And I have to say, she wrote Anna. Um, the main character is Anna Ellis. Mm-hmm. And she's just this geeky cosmetic um, chemist that works for a company called Minx. So, you know, she's in charge of the formulas and, you know, everything that goes into making certain makeups. So, you know, we we don't really know the chemistry behind makeup. You just think, oh, they just put things together. But it's like, there's so many different like chemicals and things that you have to think about. Like, you know, making the colors vibrant, how it's going to glide across your lip if it's a lipstick and stuff like that. So she's really good at her job. What she's not good at is her people skills. Um, She doesn't really know how to socialized with good looking people and it's so cringy the way (laughs) (laughs) like I I never ever read a book and got secondhand embarrassment oh my god I love that though (laughs) that's what I'm saying but it was so good like I really really enjoyed it um it was super funny so like I said so Anna Ellis she's a geeky cosmetic chemist um she knows all there is to know about lord of the rings and star wars like she's in it um and we find out that she's in love with this guy named craig kimball and he is the son of like a huge makeup mogul and his brother is actually the ceo of mink so basically you come to find out his old his is he older? He It's his older brother. Um, His older CEO brother kind of gave him that job. He doesn't really know much about makeup or the mm-hmm. industry, but it's more of like, this makes me money. I want to be a part of it kind of thing. And we can all see the red flags of who Craig Kimball is. But of course, Anna can't. Like, she just doesn't have those social cues cues to like really distinguish a good person from a fuck boy basically oh my god so she's been in love with him for the past like four years that's how long she's been working at minx and they've never held like a long conversation like it might have been like a hey how's your day and that's about it she's never had a full length conversation but she's always been infatuated with him because when she was in college, she got a flat tire or something and he wound up being the person who helped her. And then later mm. down in the road, she re-met him through the company. So she's always had this huge, like, ideal, like, person, like, image like of Like this uh, savior. He saved yes. me. Yes. And Basically. I love him. Yes. So she's been in love with him. Oh, God. She only has one friend in this book, which is Catalina. And that's her co-worker. And she's like that realistic, like real friend, like get your fucking head out the clouds. You're stupid <laughs> kind of friend. 
So one day, um, she finally, you know, she's, it's after New Year's and she's like, this is good. I'm going to, you know, take my, my, my life into my own hands. I'm going to tell Craig how I feel. And, you know, we're going to, you know, fall in love. We're going to have, you know, have kids get married and I'm going to start my own cosmetic brand and all this thing, right? She has this huge dream that she's going to do. So in her mind. I was going to say in her mind, because she's not talking to him about it. No, she's, (laughs) she's made this all up in her mind. So one day she, um, she's talking to Craig, um, very awkwardly and, I think he can sense she's kind of like trying to flirt with him, but she's really not flirting. So he kind of like subtly makes this comment about like, oh, it's too bad, you know, because we work in the company that we wouldn't be able to kind of like have a relationship basically. Cause like, that's the rules of the company. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like subtly says that. And in her mind, she, you know, it's like, she's like oh my god I can't date him if I'm working for the company but you know I don't want to work for this company forever anyway I want to start my own company so maybe you know I'll continue to save and you know one day you know I'll I'll quit the job and you know whatever and so he suddenly makes that comment and he's like oh save me a dance for our company party that's happening I think it was later on that night or later on that week. So she's just like, yeah, of course, kind of thing. And she's like, oh my God, he likes me. He wants to have a dance with me, but we can't be together kind of thing. Like she's crazy when you really- Clearly. Is it um just her point of view, this it's whole story? It's only her point of view. Yeah. Okay. So it's her only her point of view, but I wish it was like your book where it was dual point of views, mm-hmm. because I'll tell you why. Okay. So she- <laughs> She's like making up this, like, oh my God, you know, what am I going to do kind of thing? But she loves her job, but she hates the, her boss basically where, um, their particular like unit, I guess, where her boss, he's really condescending. He's really mean. And his name is Jerry. So he's always like attacking her and he's just like a dick. Like he's really mean to her. So one day, you know, she can't stand it no more. She was like, I'm going to quit. But basically, we all know she's quitting because she knows she can't be with Craig. Yeah. Her opportunity to quit. So she quits her job with no plan. And she was like, oh, Craig, you know, Jerry, I'm giving you my two weeks. And he was like, why are you giving me your two weeks? You can pack up and leave now. So she had, okay. to, <laughs> she had to leave that day. And she's like distraught. She's like, what am I going to fucking oh do? God. So she's like, okay. And it's the night of the company part company's party when she quits. So in my mind, you would think, oh, I quit. I can't go to the company party anymore because I no longer go work for that. She fucking goes. No, 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 no. She's like, I'm going to go. But this bitch didn't even plan for it. She didn't have a dress. She had no dress clothes, no nothing. You know what she has? You know what she had? She has a Lord of the Ring costume dress. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what she does? Do you know what she does? <laughs> she goes <laughs> to the company. She goes to the company party 
in a Lord of the Rings dress. Is she for real? She's I love how dumb she is. I love it. Definitely. I love it. So at this party, she's <laughs> there, and it's a what was it? A black tie affair. So you know that's fancy. And here she is. She's in Arwen's dress. Mm. If you know from Lord of the Rings, yeah. that, that flowy dress. Well, she, she, was, she was close. <laughs> close enough, I guess. So she's at the party. She She's um really nervous. So, you know, champagne is flowing. She was like, oh, let me get my liquid courage. So she's drinking. And Craig shows up and he goes up onto the stage and he says, oh, um, if I could get everyone's attention, um, this is probably the only time where I'm going to have all my family and her family with us today. But we just wanted to announce our engagement. So now he's engaged. Yikes. So Anna fucking takes the bottle. She tells the she tells one of the waitresses, I need this bottle. And the waitress is like, do you boo kind of thing. And she takes the bottle and she goes to the bathroom, drinks the bottle, and is crying in the bathroom, drunk. In walks in a man and he's like, um, are you okay? And she's just like, what are you doing in here? He was like, um, this is the men's bathroom. <laughs> so she's drunk, <laughs> crying in the men's bathroom. And he was like, you know, I thought the urinals would give it away, but I guess not kind of embarrassing. Super <laughs> embarrassing. So it winds up being Marco. And Marco is the CEO of the company. And he's Craig's half-brother. And so she... She's drunk. She basically tells him everything. She's like, I'm in love with Craig, but now he's engaged and I quit, you know, my job or whatever. And, you know, I really wanted to be with him, but now he's getting married. And um, Marco was like, oh, yeah, he's engaged to my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. All right. So he's like, he's like, okay, I have an idea of how to help you kind of thing but obviously she's drunk so he can't really tell her what it is so they he winds up taking her home because she's so drunk she doesn't even realize how she got home and craig um marco shows up the next day to her house and her house is a fucking mess mind you like she is chaotic what is wrong with her she is chaotic <laughs> she lives with her grandparents because her parents passed away um in a tragic like car accident so she's been living with her grand grandparents and they're both mm-hmm. very like academic like I think her her grandmother does something with like earth science something with like soil and stuff like that agricultural kind of things and then her grandfather um works he rehabilitates birds so they have so many birds in their house and the birds have like funny like um uh pop cultural pop culture names so yeah. it's like um uh, what is it feathers witherspoon or something like that like funny names like that cuz they're mm-hmm. like geeky they're a geeky family it's kind of so, cute 
<laughs> so she lives with them and uh, Marco shows up and her house is a mess and she has a face mask on because Catalina, her friend, she was like, before she, she left the company, she was like, hey, here are some products. Can you just test them out for me kind of thing? And she was like, yeah. So, you know, she's having her woe is me kind of day. You know, she's in her sweat. She's like, oh, my God, I had like a crazy night. I can't believe I cried to the CEO about Craig or whatever. She tells her friend about it. And she's just like, oh, you know, well, now you just got to get a job. You know, don't worry about it. Just get a job. So she's like, OK, I'm just going to chill today. Blah, blah, blah. She has her face mask on. Fucking Marco shows up. And he's like, are you OK again? <laughs> in her face mask. She's in her pajamas. She got like Cheetos all over her. And he was like, oh, you know, I have um, a, a proposition for you. Can you meet me for lunch? And she's like, well, I can't have a conversation with you with this face mask on. I'm going to go wash it off. Bitch, it wasn't a face mask. It was self-tanner. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she's just like, you know what? I am who I am. So he's seeing her at her worst. Her at worst. Her yeah. worst. This she's she even describes it as looking like a oompa loompa. When I tell you, I fucking laughed so hard. I'm like, oh my this god, chaotic. <laughs> so anyway, his proposition is for them to fake date because Craig is very competitive with his brother, and he mm-hmm. knows that his the woman he's engaged with is for money. Like she's a gold digger. Um, when they were dating, the reason why he broke up with her was because she made a mistake of sending an email that was from her lawyer, basically planning out, like, if they were ever to get married, what to ask for. Like, don't ask for a prenup, you know, try and get, like, 50% of the shares of the company, just, like, yeah. go to lives. Yeah. So he ended things. But Craig being Craig and always in competition with his brother... He was like, oh, I'm going to take her and I'm going to, you know, be with her kind of thing to show him up, basically. But Marco was like, that bitch crazy and she just wants you for your money. So in order to save the company, because if, you know, she marries into the company, her her family is actually part of a different one of their competitive competitors makeup Mm -hmm. brand. So he knows that if they get married, they're going to want to join the two companies together and they're almost bankrupt. And he's like, I'm not going to lose money because you want it to be with her. Like, no, like break up that relationship kind of. So he knows if he dates Anna, he's going to be like, why are you interested in her? What's so good about her? And he's going to, you know, break that engagement. Uh, okay. So he's like, let's fake date. Let's pretend, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what are those those words? Don't fall in love with me. And guess what happens? Of course. <laughs> they both of fall course. in love with each other. Oh, of that's course, cute. Her, her friend, Catalina, the whole time is like, bitch, you know, you're in love with him. Just tell him. Like she's that real friend. Yeah. So it's so funny. Um, Marco is like a fucking sweetheart. He's so he knows how chaotic Anna is, and he knows all her quirks, and he's very thoughtful. So like one day she had mentioned like to keep calm or to think she chews gum. So now he always carries gum for her, and whenever he notices like 
she's being out there he'll give her gum that's cute like, calm down. that's real cute <laughs> So he'll do like little things like that for her. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, with any fake dating, there's like that miscommunication where he thinks the plan is working and that she's going to go to Craig, but it, that's really not happening. She actually is, you know, her eyes is opening up to the fact that Craig is a tool and that she is interested in Marco. And like they do all these like fake dating, you know, go on dates. Oh, we need to be closer together. So let's pretend to kiss and like to see how that works. Yes, let's pretend. Yeah. So (laughs) like, you know, the first time we kiss in front of people or people want us to kiss in front of each other, you know, it's not awkward and it doesn't look like the first time. But of course, that leads to like heavy, like kissing and touching, but it never gets farther than that. It's very mm-hmm. closed door, basic dry humping kind of thing. There's no big, big spike, <laughs> but it's cute. It's such a cute, cute book. I it really enjoyed it. It was funny. Again, it's called um, The Chemistry of Love by Soraya Wilson. And I absolutely adored the book. It was yeah, so it sounds it sounds really cute actually. She's so chaotic though. Like I'm I was so embarrassed. I was <laughs> I was I would read it. I'm like, no, she's not no like that <laughs> face max thing. Oh my god. She went out in public like that. <laughs> hey, at least she's confident. She, she may be nervous and quirky, but yeah, she is who she is. She right? is. And you know, it's funny that you say that because there was a part where she's apologizing to him for like her quirks and like what she likes. And he was like, like what you like and be confident in that kind of thing. He kind of tells her and I'm like, that's cute. That is really sweet. Like basically, you know, like what you like and, you know, don't be sorry about it kind of thing. I'm like, I love Marco. (laughs) And I'm so happy they're together. There, it was just, it was just really really cute and amazing I really, so if you're awesome. looking for a romance that's a really good romance is really cute there is some secondhand embarrassment some cringy moments but <laughs> I enjoyed it I know a lot of people probably won't but I thought it was really really cute like a Hallmark movie <laughs> that's cute I like cute. it mm-hmm. awesome well that's all I got yeah <laughs> That was so, good. Yeah, nice. That was two good awesome. romances from yes. different spectrums. Very different spectrums. Yeah. You want to get dark and spicy? Go for Unforgivable sins. If you want some cute Oompa Loompas, <laughs> <laughs> go for my usual little romance. And yeah. like I said, it's not like spice heavy, smut heavy. It's very like, like, you know, little kisses, a little mm-hmm. hot. Like I said, a little dry humping kind of thing, but that's about it. Dry humping. <laughs> it's very teenage. Very teenage. Because oh she doesn't awesome. know what she's doing. <laughs> that would have been awesome. awesome. I'm so happy that there was no like sex scenes because I honestly think it would have been too awkward. Yeah, it would have been off brand from her character. Yes, very off brand. So yeah. it, it was just enough. It was just enough to make it cute. <laughs> yeah and enjoyable nice good that was a good one year episode I know I can't believe it that we made it a year I know we hung in there we did it we pretty we did pretty good we did pretty good 
where I'm just hoping for more success for us and for, you know, people to continue to follow us and listen to mm-hmm. us. So it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it has been. Yes. yes. Well, thank you for joining us. And follow us on Instagram. Continue yeah. to listen to us on all streaming services. And have a good week. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Bye. Bye.